0: why you won't be a pastor I love the lord and I just want to do good yeah 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 but why you really won't be a pastor well this this is Carol the choir oh, oh okay 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 turn that microphone off you want to fuck bitches is what you want to do pastor listen you don't understand. That's that T. Jakes on Sunday saying. That's that's one thing. if you get me on any other days, you don't know what's going on. So you want to fuck bitches in the choirs?
1: Is that a good aspiration, Pastor? You
0: know, you you young niggas don't understand the game. You gotta you gotta you gotta appreciate these bitches and get them wet. And when they get wet, they get set. And when they get set, you bet that the T.D. Jakes gonna hit his snake up in that tune. And that poon, you know what I'm talking about. This is Bishop Cheated Jakes. I takes no shits. I got bitches on lock. I got jurors. I got a Bible covered in diamonds. That's 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 the real Bishop Cheated Jakes. Where you think where you think all these offers is going to? I got a diamond encrusted Bible. <laughs> <laughs> These young, boys, these young boys get on this podcast and talk about me and, and tell jokes. And I don't know who's doing it, but it's very disrespectful.
1: This is a
0: new motherfucking intro. Because someone don't want their voice on the show. So now we have a new motherfucking intro. So sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome
2: to Decoding 40. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have reached your favorite podcast on the other side of that wonderful, wonderful, wonderful intro. This is your boy L.O. AKA the man that is, that will be, and at some point was. I'm joined here with my main compadres. What's up, shit boy, Vin. (laughs) AKA Kid Edible.
1: <laughs> How do you say that in Spanish?
0: I
2: don't know. Edible. <laughs>
1: this is Allery.
2: edible. <laughs> <laughs> edible. All right, guys. Who would like to start off the check ins this week? I guess I'll start off this week.
0: Yeah. So this weekend, uh, we had uh, Father's Day. It was a great great weekend. Saturday I had the barbecue. The weather was playing a lot of games and although we've had 80s and 90s, Saturday decided to be 65 degrees cloudy and windy, but it didn't stop the you know, the party from popping off. Um, I had the fellows over from Dakota in 40, and we also had Mr. Domain with us and we sat in the backyard. we ate, we drank, we were merry. And my daughters came through. Um, my oldest came through and gave me a nice Father's Day care package that included a very, very, very powerful edible. Powerful. And,
1: Boom. Uh,
0: see, um, now I've had edibles before, but nothing like this. And I think the, they say the recommended dose, you shouldn't go over 100 milligrams. Well, this one has 225 milligrams. And each square was enough for one dosage. Well, I ate the
1: whole chocolate. And, and I, I went s- and I said to you, yo, Vin, are you going to eat that whole chocolate? You're like, yeah, it's small.
2: <laughs> and I think at that point he had not finished it. No.
0: Yeah, I was halfway through it. Mm. But then I was like, well, I've already finished half of it. Let me just eat the whole fucking thing. When has
1: that of, been a good philosophy? Did not prevail exactly.
0: It, yeah, it's never a good philosophy. But anyway, uh, so but again, I'm thinking, you know, like um, Chris Tucker, I'm smoked dog. I'm smoke something too. This ain't, this ain't gonna do nothing to me. Well, unbeknownst to me, probably about I don't know an hour and a half later, we decided to come in the house and play spades, and that's when this shit hit like a fucking truck. took me out of the game. I mean, the party was over after that.
2: The, left. the, over. Uh,
0: the party was over. Um, you know, they, they didn't even have a chance to eat dessert. Anyway, that that's. <laughs> so I, 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 after you guys left, I basically went upstairs and passed out, woke <laughs> up the next day and was still feeling the effects of this edible. Of and I'll tell you right now, I wasn't good until probably uh, later on in the afternoon, but this shit was no, fucking joke but um you know i had a great father's day thank you guys for coming through man you know it was good to see you guys and you know we again eat food and be merry you know it was a good time man you know uh we got to do it again real soon before the summer's you know before the summer's finished man we got to do the whole thing with the couples do the couples thing
2: yeah again thanks for inviting us out um i was thinking about this on my way home it was as if you had stepped onto the um, enterprise and you saw the furniture and you were like, "Oh, this is nice and got comfortable in Kirk's chair. And then they they beamed that shit straight up and you were gone because it was like it was very fast. Who the fuck was the woman driving <laughs> effect?
0: I didn't We was supposed it's to said go number one. Miles make it so.
2: Well maybe you your elbow hit the uh, the, the button it for the right. warp speed or something, but Mr. Wall. Your, your, your deterioration was rapid. Oh my god and no. very, very distinct. It was it was uh you It know, was quite a quite a sight to behold, my friend.
1: Which Federation planet were you were you actually... Oh. <laughs> I was on planet Zumbar. <laughs> uh, all
0: right. <laughs> I was a zombie on Zumbar. <laughs> Fuck, I was fucked up. At
2: one point... There's a human <laughs> here. <laughs> what if the animal... me had
0: eaten an edible <laughs> with too much THC. <laughs> this <laughs> is fucked up. Welcome, yeah. human... <laughs> Two planet marijuana. Um but yo and so then at the end we were we only had one hand to go and I felt like it was a weekend at Bernie's and I was Bernie.
2: Yes, because, you were Bernie, yes.
0: Because Rick was like we gotta play this hand through, man. Come <laughs> on, make come on. We we got one more hand to go. And
1: I was just like, one more hand to go. Just match the colors, Vinny. Just match the colors and the suit. But uh yeah, that was <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs>
0: Good times, man. But uh yeah, next time I will follow the instructions of the edible and not eat the whole fucking thing. Even yeah. my wife clown me. My wife was clowning my ass about that shit. she, yeah. told she called me greedy and shit. But yeah, but uh, that's basically my check in, man. You know, I hope uh, you know. I hope all the fathers out there had a had a great Father's Day, man. Um, I know I did. I was blessed to have my friends with me and
1: both my daughters. Rick, how was your Father's Day weekend? It, it literally was a weekend because we recorded on Friday night. Vin had the barbecue on Saturday night. And then yesterday, I had the beginning of the day off mm. from all things involving children and household duties. So I slept in, had a little breakfast in bed, thanks to my wife and the uh, kids. And then I went, because my wife was supposed to take the kids out of the house and go somewhere. I don't know where they were going, but get out of here. And <laughs> we're supposed to. and. You know, I they were upstairs. I thought she was getting them dressed, or she said she was getting dressed, or she was getting in the shower. So I'm downstairs on the couch. I'm watching the shows I wanna watch because they're mm. upstairs, which I don't normally get to watch during the daytime because you know, kids always bother me about wanting to watch oh, cartoons and, and got it. Yeah, all that stuff. So uh I'm watching whatever I wanna watch and then my wife comes downstairs and I'm like, Oh, I, I thought you were taking them out. And she was like, she gave me this, this, she gave me this very cold ice stare. And she was like, I'm trying. And I was like, okay, I'll take that into consideration. And, uh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna go get lunch and I'm gonna go get a coffee and I'm gonna go sit outside of a cafe and enjoy the rest of my time. You guys stay here. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: which was actually, it was actually better that I left. Mm. I, I, that was because I would have just stayed in the house and like stayed on the couch. Yeah, But then I got to go out and I was outside. I was, it was a beautiful day. The weather was amazing. And uh, I, seeing all these beautiful black people walking up Nostrand Avenue. This is like this little section in, on Nostrand where they've opened like five or six restaurants. And there's this one vegan restaurant that's really popular now. And if you guys get a chance to try it, it's called Aunts and Uncles. It is amazing. I mean, Mm. outstanding. Like there's you, I mean, even if you're not vegan, you're not vegetarian, you will enjoy this food. Food is amazing. So I went there, sat outside, had myself a coffee, had myself a little lunch, whatever. And I stayed there for probably like two hours, just chilling. I don't get to do that much anymore. You know, but so that was a real treat, and then uh, Sunday, which was sorry, this was uh, that was Sunday. Sorry, I got sidetracked, right? Okay, so after I came, everybody, <laughs> so after I came back from uh, my little luncheon date with myself, we took the kids and went to my brother in law's girlfriend's birthday. She had a birthday at I can't remember this restaurant in Brooklyn on Henry Street, but it's a really famous pizza place. Like, There's only one guy who makes pizza. There's only like eight tables. People line up for like hours trying to get reservations for this place. And um, we had dinner there. And after that, we went to Soul Summit, which they moved to underneath the Cambridge Park in Queens. And that was amazing. And the kids were out there and they're dancing dancing to house music and mm. like these this is like the, the the stuff that I always wanted to take them to, like the mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. I have fun at. That, that and they were, had a ball and uh they were up late. They got to stay up to like nine o'clock. So by the time we got home, they, they were ready to pass out. So I had a really great Father's Day weekend. Like very I think nice. this was probably the best Father's Day weekend I've had so far. Very, very nice for
2: you, sir. No doubt. Well, I'm, I'm just going to continue with that theme. Uh, you're right. Uh, Friday, we went out and uh, recorded this interview with Esso that uh, you guys will hear later in the hour. And I had a good time that night. Uh, it was a good conversation. Good drinks abound as we finished off that bottle of Uncle Nearest. Then we went to a pizza shop where I literally burnt the hell out of my mouth. <laughs> but the pizza was pretty good. I can't front. <laughs> And then we made our way over to Bedvine, in which I'll say this again, everything in my body told me that I did not need another drink. And we were standing at the bar. And then I said, you know what? If I remove myself from here, I won't be tempted to buy a drink. So I walked outside only to find out that uh, uh, Mr. Vincent over here uh, (laughs) brought out or at least handed me the drink. And I wind up finishing that very reluctantly. And the struggle began at that point. So uh, I wound up going uptown and literally was sleep. probably I f- I forgot when you got off the train Ben. Soon as you got over I'm Chambers I fell asleep. I woke up literally at my stop. I had mm. no no forewarning. It was like literally the doors open. I just got up and walked off. And <laughs> the so fact cool. that it was my stop is amazing. <laughs> and then I took a train that is like i don't know five or six blocks away from my building so i had to walk my way to my building christ yeah so it was a little bit chilly so i i think i was it's so funny when you're walking and you have been drinking. You don't know how wobbly you you look. Mm-hmm. But uh, in my mind, I was walking straight up. <laughs> stepped back. You was out there yeah. walking like it's the sidewalk Soze. is moving. You're straight. <laughs> the sidewalk is fucked up. He was walking like Kaiser Soze and shit. Right, like shit. <laughs> <laughs> So I get home safe, safely. Thank, uh, thank goodness. And um, took a shower and just proceeded to pass out. Then wake up first thing in the morning, like five, six o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, wow. So I went back to sleep and took a nap. And then I think quarter to one or 20 to one, I was like, oh, no, I got to get myself together. So thankfully, Rick texted me and was like, yo, you want to meet me downtown at Canal Street? Because I was like, that is the only way I'm getting there before six o'clock because <laughs> it was going to take another couple of hours for me to get myself together. But got there, had a great time in Venz. It was the barbecue in the tundra. But uh, he eventually lit the fire that uh, took a while to get, but it kept us warm. Yeah, yeah the fire, fire pit. Yeah, kept us warm, covered in soot, and uh, <laughs> I I was very thankful that it was lit. It, so, you
1: know, what's, it's funny, is that um right before we f- we lit the fire. I made the comment that how manly it was to just start a fire. Like, <laughs>
2: right. ah, 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 man, man. Four men round the fire, starting fire.
1: Four men couldn't finish starting a fire. My wife had to come out. (laughs) out. (laughs) out. Woman comes, comes, starts fire.
0: (laughs) 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 She got the fucking fire started with the umbrella and had the wind hide. You know, we was just being ignorant. You know, she
2: probably was looking out the window like look look at
0: at these motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Four of them (laughs) trying to light this fire. (laughs) They have no idea what they're doing but food was delicious. I was so full. I couldn't even finish the food that I I had on my plate, but the next day I was wishing I had it. But yeah, so I I have to talk about this because um, it deserves to be talked about. (laughs) So we played a friendly game uh, that you all may have heard of called Spades. You generally know the rules. There's two teams, 13 cards between each player, the highest card wins the suit, unless it's cut by a spade. I played with Domain as a partner. Hello, Domain. You calling no, you out? He's coming. He's calling you, up. <laughs> you. You made the check-in. <sighs> yes, Domain. You made the check-in, sir. <laughs> to all you spades players out there, I, I there, there's a religion of sorts that we all sort of subscribe to. But there's different ways in which we sort of participate in this, in this religion. There's some people who follow the faith of Joker, Joker, Deuce of Diamond, Deuce of Spade. Those who only use Jokers. Those who first hand bits of self, so on and so on. But in no, absolutely no practice of the religion is an Ace of Hearts accepted to be played along with Clubs when you have Spades in your hand and you are cutting. So to be clear, I'm just making up the, the the cards at this point, but you'll follow me. There is a king of heart, a king of clubs. There's a queen of clubs and a jack of clubs. It comes to Domain to play, who is had obviously has a lot of spades in his hand. By the way, we went for 10, uh, we were going for 10. Domain decides in all of his glory to slap down an ace of hearts in the midst of all this sea of clubs. I can't express to you how much horror filled my mind, my body, and my spirit as I gathered what was happening on the table at that point. Yo, he
0: thought he was being punked.
2: I, I literally did ask the question. Am Astor, I where's to that? Like, I, there was a part of me thinking, like, Vin set this up. This is the joke. Ha-ha. Got you. Now we're going to start the real game. (laughs) Right. But the look on Domain's face uh, said everything I needed to know. He was serious as hell. That was his play. I think I made a sound that was similar to. uh, (laughs) As in, what (laughs) are you doing, sir? So uh, needless to say, uh, we made nine books. (laughs) <laughs> uh and that it that was the one book that we did not make. Um so at that point I trusted nothing that he said. There were there were n- his count on books just it, it it was all negligible at that point. I I just wanted to um Dispose of the body. At that point, I just wanted to <laughs> kill him. Um, because that was the worst play I had ever seen in all my years of playing uh, yeah, Spades. I, that absolutely is. Because
1: there was no scenario where that was a good play. Right. Yeah. Absolutely no scenario where that it, it was. He, he, he had, was the
2: last play. It was yeah. He was the fourth play. You Even know if, I, you had, if you think... had
1: nothing but Spades left, you should and your, and your partner won that book, you right. slap that down and you let them know that you're cutting. Right. Because your ace comes back, you win the next book. Then yeah, It's
2: feeding you. And 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 I've I i i gonna say this. He's a beautiful person. I had a great time talking to him. <laughs> but if I ever see him at a spades table <laughs> without the proper credentials and some type <laughs> of cert- certification that has expressly stated he has gone through some training, I'm going off. <laughs> I don't I'll want that the man at no. I need call, get call the spades police. <laughs> the spades police get him the fuck I, out. I he. need him with his associates and spades or something because <laughs> that is unacceptable.
0: Oh man, yo, it's it's funny because that was probably about fifteen minutes before I was fully lights out because at yeah. that point the cards were <laughs> dancing in my hands. It's like all the suits were dancing from the, <laughs> from, the from the fucking. It was, I was hit. I was that shit was hitting me, but when he played that shit. We all kind of looked at each other and he looked at me
2: <laughs> like
0: I looked at Rick. Rick looked at you. We all looked at each other like, what, what is going like? And I think he tried <laughs> to, he, he he tried to grab it or something. I was like, no, 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 no. That's what you're playing. Nope. Nope. It hit the, it hit the table. And I was like, what was he thinking? And my thing is, I don't know if he could have, if, if he played anything else after that, because we were so shocked after that, after he played that he. ace. Yeah, it didn't matter at that point. Like, I wasn't going to call him on a reneger. it was, just, He had the damages already done. It was already, you know, it was blood everywhere.
2: I like that he actually tried to play it off and was like, don't worry, we're fine. <laughs> no, no, we're not. We're absolutely the opposite of fine right now, sir. Oh, shit. Man. We're going for 10 books, and you just gave away one. You gave away two. <laughs> <laughs> right, you gave away yeah. 2 mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn it, man! But um, other than that, Sunday was great. I actually just slept most of Sunday because I really needed to recover. I, your wife asked me if I was normally that quiet on Sunday, uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. When I'm trying to recover from potential al- alcohol poisoning, yes, I'm very quiet. <laughs> I'm very reserved. I'm trying to recharge. Um, and and naturally, I'm an introvert, so I mm-hmm. I charge recharge by being quiet and mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of closed in on myself and I was being forced not forced but I was mm-hmm. being asked to be social two days mm-hmm. in a row mm-hmm. without recharging so that's why I probably I, I seen reserve um, well that's why I was on the
0: fucking Gatorade man I, that, that fucking uncle nearest from the night before that shit took a lot out of me man mm-hmm. I had to get up I was Gatorade the fuck up the first couple of hours when when you guys were there I wasn't drinking anything until a little while after that because my body was still feeling like shit
2: yeah, and I I hadn't eaten uh really during during uh, that morning so I just I I didn't take the proper precautions considering my age and uh, vulnerabilities. <laughs> I I know I know Rick wanted that other
0: um Beyond Burger too. Oh, I
1: did. oh, that's the, <laughs> oh, that's that's the, the yeah, the, the
2: main was just like yeah, Yo. Again.
1: Yo, I'm the on, I'm the only non meat eater in the house. Vin is so gracious enough to go out and get me beyond burgers and i know that they're probably more expensive than all of the other burgers combined (laughs) because you can get like 10 patties for like two (laughs) dollars. and he's like okay i'm gonna set these aside for you and you can have them and so i eat one burger and I'm, I'm, and as I'm eating this burger, I'm like, oh, this burger is bomb. I'm, I can't wait to go back and get the other one. Here's the mango sitting next to me. Oh, oh you meant that burger? <laughs> uh,
2: uh, uh, yo, Vin like, was like, "What's the other? What's, <laughs> what's the other burger?" <laughs> and yo, know, D'Amango had this look on his face, like, "Uh-oh, <laughs> did I do that?" He's oh, like, well, it did taste kind of beyondish. Yeah.
0: Oh shit, man. Yeah, man. But next time I'll, I'll have them, and I'll just put your shit on the other side of the just the
2: Domain, don't eat
0: these. Yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> just put them on a high shelf. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. Oh, now nah, we 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 joking about the main. We had yeah, a good time, man. He's he's a, he's. A Salt of the earth man, uh, you know, ATL. So we definitely, when we get down to ATL, we gotta go visit him, man and, and hang out with him and his family and his people. So yeah, for sure. Cool dude, man. Yeah, but, definitely
2: uh, looking forward to that. Um,
0: yeah, man, it was a good it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend.
2: Yeah, I, no complaints. Uh for me, um, my family made an incredible uh brunch. Crab cakes, steak, grits, uh biscuits, you coleslaw. Like it, All the fixings. Actually, my sons did a lot of that.
1: Wow. Fixes?
2: Yeah. So um, good job to them. And I ate well. And on that note, this is Leon and I am done speaking.
0: Put my beat up in the headphones. Uh
2: Yeah. Yeah. Word. Uh Yeah. Decoding 40. All right, so today we are joined by an amazing brother that I am happy to know personally. I'm I'm going to give his uh, government name, if that's okay. (laughs) Randall Parker, Uh my brother if he don't get no darker. Born in the BX, raised in South Jamaica, Queens. Yes. A basketball and baseball phenom uh, who took his talents to A. Philip Randolph in Harlem. Uh, He was one of the top 60 point guards in the country.
3: We're at on, one time
2: at one time, time. at one ago. time. Uh, at <laughs> one time. Whatever. Respect, dude. Long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely part of the HBCU family. graduated yeah. of Morgan State uh, with a poli sci major. I'm a poli sci major as well. So respect to that. Uh, he went ahead and got uh, did also the accounting minor. Yeah, I had a minor in accounting. This guy. I want to watch the money. Yes, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, party promoter of concerts, events. With likes of people you might have heard of uh, Jay Z, Fabulous, Diddy, or Love, if whatever name he's going by right now, uh, J Lo, and DJ Clue. Speaking of DJ Clue, uh, he is also uh, part of the Triangle Offense, uh, which is an online sports series, and partnered with Clue on the Clue Laces, which I have happily bought a couple of pairs of and I enjoy these laces. I got them on right now. Yes, you do, sir. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And just in terms of just internet exposure, bag fuel, which Heineken is here also on the side. Shout out to my man, Heineken. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here.
3: <laughs> no That's doubt. That's straight up all 100% then,
2: facts. And we appreciate you know this brother even more. Uh, you can catch him on Free Game. And uh, also, the internet hottest sensation, My Expert Opinion with Matt Hoffa. And Heineken. And Heineken, no doubt. Yeah.
3: Mr. Mech, I got to shout out Mr. Mech and Sean Bigger and Space Ghost, because they, yes. they all make the show. You know what I'm Absolutely.
2: Saying? Shout out to uh, uh, Mechanism Mondays with uh, our guy Mech and uh, a fashion mogul. Trying. No, 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 towards. no. no, no. We, we don't try. We
3: do. We're working towards. Working we do. Towards, working towards. There is no try. Say. There is working do. Working towards. Working towards. And this,
2: this man is a... Uh, 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 definitely doing out in these streets. So um, it's my pleasure to introduce uh, to some and warm up to others, E-double-S-O. Yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Welcome to the do show. The man. applause is inserted. Right. We don't edit what you say, but we edit in like applause and do shit like that. Do
3: whatever you have to No, do. yeah,
2: I, I say that because yeah. I don't want people to feel like, oh, they're going to switch my words up and shit when I say that. I Listen, I'm going to be straight up with you. I'm
3: weird like that. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't care what people try to do, how they try to make me seem to be. I really, I'm a, I am am one of the few people who I really, really honestly don't care. If something comes out, People talk about me when I'm doing my um, workout or whatever. Some people applaud me. Some people like, oh, you look crazy. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because when it's all said and done, when I'm done doing my process, you're going to see my body tight and I'm going to be right, and then you're going to understand, yeah. oh, that was just the beginning. No doubt. I'm you know no saying
2: doubt. Time, time will tell. So, I mean, let's just get into it. One of, one of the topics that we want to discuss is the Rolling Stone 200 ridiculous hip-hop albums <laughs> ridiculous like you're the only place i'm
3: going to talk to talk about this because the fact that people are even talking about did y'all see the people who voted yes yeah, yeah. come on yeah. son
0: yeah
3: yeah yo listen when you got a top five list and nothing dr dre or right yeah. right yeah. right yeah, right. yeah. It's as a matter some, of fact the chronic some, um, is number 40 Bro, and they got Snoop up there like 55 or something like that, right? Like, it's ridiculousness. They got no disrespect, outcasts. I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all not supposed to be over the chronic or doggy style.
2: I think they would agree with that, though. Come on. I,
1: I think if they were on that list, I think it would be okay. If, if like, Love Below or Aquemini was on that list, nobody would really beef. They chose They'd be Stank like, all right, that's somebody's they, yeah, they opinion. they put yeah. on you. because look at who's doing the vote. Exactly. That's what I'm. I, and I went back and I listened to You just to see, like, did, did I forget something? Yeah. Right. There, there was a couple of things I forgot. I forgot, you know, Fresh and Clean was on there. So fresh and so clean, clean. But <laughs> I went through the rest of the album and I was like, this is not it. This was not it. This was that was probably the one. Of the weakest out. We
3: hours. was like, oh, it's over. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, oh, I.
1: Right. They didn't
3: had they run. Right. They did they thing. I'm not mad, but I, I... They picked that list out of a fucking hat. I don't... To be honest... They picked
0: that shit out of a hat. That shit didn't make no sense. That would be sense. giving them credit. <laughs> If they got out they got they they the process? Process? Like,
3: Yeah, they'd be like, oh, well, we just picked out that. No, they actually sat down. <laughs> they should have <laughs> no. started the conversation nah. with, I we picked these 200 out of a hat. Yeah. Yo, bro, they <laughs> sat down and talked about this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm, I'm going to keep it all real with you because I am not a content consumer. Heineken is the content consumer. I'm not. I just go do the content. I don't really care what everybody's doing. When I saw, that Dr. Dre, nor Snoop Dogg, right. was in that top five, Right, I didn't even care about the rest of the list. Exactly. The rest of the list, see, with me, I'm a preventer. I'm not a fixer, right? So when I start seeing things as wrong, I just turn myself right off and I move on. Right. One through five y'all dead why am I why, <laughs> right, am, right, right. why am I caring about the other hundred and ninety five records right. that they that these people are picking because we clearly can see they don't right. know what they're talking about mm-hmm. no. when we talked
1: when we talked about this on the show, we only focused on the top 20 because yeah. it was it was all wrong like yeah. okay, you had the right artist, but the wrong album right like it, it said to me clearly that these people were either completely outside of hip-hop culture or they were late to it. Like they don't really understand how illmatic shift the culture. They don't really understand Bro, that there right. was
3: no Dr. Dre, <laughs> no Snoop Dogg, and no Nas yeah. on the yeah. top five. Right. Yeah. Once, like, like for for me, what I've learned is is this, right? Whether they're right or wrong, when we talk about it, and I'm not stopping nobody from talking about it, right or wrong, when they talk about it, we give them light, negative or positive.
2: But right? here's the thing: at first, I thought that way. But now I think we need to put what we think out. We need to disregard them. No, we need to shit on it because otherwise it becomes the record. No, no, it doesn't. I'm telling you because. Because if if we don't say anything, 20 years from now, somebody's going to look at that Rolling Stones. The white people are going to
3: rewrite it anyway. Oh, that's true.
2: One thing, all right? They're going to rewrite it, all right? And secondly,
3: they're the ones that they're catering to. God, they're not talking to us. this is Rolling Stone, right, but we can't allow them to take our culture like that. When you start to digest it and talk about it, you're validating their thoughts. I'm not thinking about this is what I said. once I saw one through five, we didn't even talk about this shit on or on, on our show. Never. What am I talking about these doodoo heads for? (laughs) These doodoo heads clearly don't know nothing.
2: This is the these are the clips that need to play on social media to make it clear that this shit is not acceptable. Okay, we
3: can call them doodoo heads, but I'm not even like (laughs) digging and caring. Like they need to hear me say, I don't care about these people ratings who didn't live the life who don't know what we're talking about, who don't speak the language. Right. That means you cannot pick a top 200 hip-hop album. And then with real hip-hop people, I listen to drill. I'm not on some boom, bap, one-time, whatever. Right, right. I like a lot of different things. Little Wayne, for me, is lit. Little Wayne is in my top five. Eminem is not. People look at me when I, I'm crazy for that. It's not because Eminem is white. I like Eminem.
2: For me, Wayne is it. He's in, he's number 5. Let's take a beat right there cuz normally I don't like to ask people about their top 5 because it's so uh-huh. random. But who are your top 5 cents? Biggie, you it? Tupac, Nas, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne. Nothing to say for me. So you're okay with Rolling Stone putting uh, Ready to Die as the number one album of hip-hop? Ready to, <laughs> ready to Die, they didn't choose Ready to Die. Didn't they choose the
3: second album? Or well, they chose Ready to yeah, Die? Ready to Die. I, I ready like to die. Ready to Die.
2: It's the number one hip-hop
3: album of all time? It's hard for me. For me, the number one hip-hop album of all time,
2: Snoop Dogg's album. Uh, Doggy Style. What's My Name? Doggy What's Doggy my? Style. Oh, okay.
3: Why? Because he has 17 tracks. He hit all types of number ones. He was a trendsetter, and you could put that record on and bump that thing right now, even down to pump, 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 and that's number seventeen.
2: Yeah, I that's I, one of the hottest I, tracks
3: I, on the album. Though I, I actually <laughs> see the
2: argument for that. For me, it's Midnight Marauders because there's your,
3: your number one album over oh, the Chronic. No, 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 no.
2: over, over, doggy style. Oh, you like Midnight Marauders over doggy, over doggy style? Doggy style. Hmm. Because both of those albums came out about the same time. And. Snoop talked the world, though. But, Snoop. yo, you could not walk down any hallway in a college. Without hearing midnight on the East moraga. Coast, in the East. No, I was in the South. I was in Tennessee. Okay, you wasn't on the West, and Snoop Dog <laughs> was playing everywhere. <laughs> Snoop Dog was
3: everywhere. What are we talking about? He he had East Coast. Snoop Dog was a people forget. Snoop Dog was a phenomenon.
1: Yeah, for sure. He was a he phenomenon. Still is.
3: But I'm just saying. But because he's transcended so long, people forget how much of a phenomenon Snoop Dog was. Snoop Dog was a was a phenomenon, and then. See, the mixture of Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre is what makes it crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. When you're yeah. listening
3: to his album, you're watching a movie mm. in your mind.
1: Yeah.
2: It, Which is why the chronic... Him, chronic. Him, go ahead.
0: But I'm saying Snoop, Snoop and Dre are like guru and premiere. They just have a certain chemistry together that even when Snoop did his own thing and went with uh, Master P and all these other albums... Anytime he did something with Dre, I think it's, it's a certain producers bring certain stuff out of artists, and those two together Special. make phenomenal music. Special, you know what I mean? They make phenomenal music. That's why, like, I Doggy Style was a dope ass album, but there was so much more hip hop out at
3: that time. Wu Tang, Wu Tang, Biggie, yeah. Biggie,
0: Nas. It was Method so much. So yeah, it yes. was so. Uh, Cuban Links. It, it Cuban. was so much
3: hip hop at that time. Red man. Quality shit. Red Man.
2: people forget about Reggie what the album
3: yes now that was a dope hip hop record too but I wouldn't like if if somebody said to me oh The Chronic is better than Snoop Dogg I would say I would say yo you got a great yo The Chronic was dope I get it it ushered in a whole lot of things Snoop was involved in that too for sure I just look at works of art very differently. Illmatic is definitely in my top five. For me. Yeah, yeah, of course. Albums, Illmatic is like... What are we talking about? Right. You know what I'm it, saying? Right.
0: So you remember when Illmatic came out how... I was in Queens. I'm it, from South Jamaica. Okay, so we grew up in Cambridge Heights. Heights. All right, all right. We probably know... Some, we know some of the same... We know I some, used to be over 224. We know Cambridge. some of the same people because you, you <laughs> fuck with Clue, so you know... I, yeah, I know. You know the Tornado, DJ, the Tornado gang? You know DJ Cash Clay?
3: Of course. I yeah, just was we with went Clay. To,
0: we, we, was, we went to school together. Went to high school together.
3: I was just with Clay, yeah. Don DeMarco, yeah. Three Stacks. That's my people. T-Dizzle. Yeah. My peoples. Oh,
0: Clay, tell Clay Vinny said what's up. He knew who right.
3: oh, Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah man, we, we... I'm a Queens boy,
0: man. We went... We, when that shit came out, it was... The source said it. It was the second coming because you had Rakim. Who, right, I was about to say Rakim. Rakim changed the entire landscape of rap rap rap
3: and you gotta throw my man in there from um a corona cool G rap yes yes about oh, rap. yes absolutely yes. because absolutely. he who, wasn't who, commercial who, he was so street but people forget right G-Rap. Who, who do you think
0: invented gangster rap oh, you, do you I give it to nwa all the way or because you got because no. i'm listening to cool G rap back in the day cool G rap was talking some shit
3: he was talking that that drug, he was more yeah. drunk, but, but they didn't market him that way. Yeah. See, marketing is a big deal. See, he didn't come out with the black on black with the black shades yeah, and the yeah. black Raiders hat right. and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Looking yeah. like gangster rap. He looks like a drug dealer yeah. right. talking gangster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So they didn't market him that way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So... I always say this with music marketing is a is a big deal that people don't even think about because right. it's embedded in your brain. You miss it. It's a part of everything that they're doing. They're marketing, they're marketing, marketing, mm-hmm. marketing, marketing, marketing. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So when if they marketed him as a gangster, like how they did boss, remember the rap chick boss a whole yeah, long time yeah, yeah. ago? Yeah. She was a gangster female, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, when yeah. you had Lady of Rage. Rage yeah, was a yeah, yeah, gangster yeah. female. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So they but they marketed them as such. And that's all it was. So it's People want to, yo. We just had a, a talk about who started drug rap. You know what I'm saying? And they mm. and they had all these different people. I said Jay Z, and uh-huh. they, and people was like, no. there's other people, I'm like, if Hove is not the the poster child of drug rap, right? What is? Who Big, is? You got you. Well, because Biggie didn't live. That
0: Biggie moment. was fly. Biggie but on his was first a fly. Album, he talked he a little, was, not as much as
3: Jay. But Biggie, was, the the Biggie was a street, yeah, Biggie yeah. was a ten dirty was a dirty was a But, yeah. but, but see, I'ma be honest, Ten Crack Commandments, part of my French y'all, that's dirty street nigga level drug drug dealing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Is it's dirty nigga street level drug dealing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're not looking at him as drug dealer rat. When Jay-Z's talking about, he's talking about platinum jewelry, yeah, yeah, bricks. Yeah. yeah. State the state, fly uptown with poppy, all that. (laughs) Not not dirty, nigga. I got some cracks on the corner because I'm working for my man, and I'm going to put the work. I know Hove was talking drug dealer rap.
1: He's a kingpin drug dealer. Yeah, when Biggie came, his
3: second record when he got fly, right? Then I could see him talking some drug dealer rap. But then you can't even say it because when Biggie was alive, he said, "If you want that drug dealer shit, you talk to Hove." Mm -hmm. Right. So what are we talking about? So Biggie's out the equation.
2: Hmm. Speaking of which, <laughs> Reasonable Doubt is not on the top 20 of that fucking list. That's You know, I wouldn't put it. It didn't sell. See, it's
3: other things to me. But See, it's, you think you're thinking I'm, I'm creative. Thinking
2: exactly. Nah, that's not Wait, not wait, wait. But I'm it. using their own metric. They're saying that uh, albums that shifted the culture. You think Reasonable Doubt shifted the culture more than Hard Knock Life did?
3: Uh, hell yeah they they got the wrong album on there Reason About couldn't have shifted the culture nobody understood it how can something shift the culture if you didn't even sell a million records I bought it I went to Best Buy how many times did you listen to it I went to Best Buy did you not listen to it every day I booked Jay-Z and spent my heart on college, selling weed, and, um, <laughs> and refund money. Did you not listen to uh-huh. it? So every yeah, day? so so me, yeah. Got that FAFA check, yo, yo. But everybody <laughs> wasn't listening to it. Niggas wasn't into it. You can't, yo. How you gonna say something shift culture if five hundred and ninety-five thousand people bought it? How the hell are you gonna say? Wasn't no world tour when we talking about Soup Dog, Soup Dog shifted culture. You know why he sold 10 million records worldwide? Sold 5 were, million US and he was touring and motherfuckers
1: was wearing braids. All, Nobody was dressing all, like Jay-Z. All, all of those artists that you mentioned before, right. Coogee Rap. Um Exactly. They weren't platinum artists. Right. But I they shifted. They go platinum. They did eventually. 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 Okay. But they were. But they were. They shifted culture because while we didn't all buy, we didn't all have the disposable income to buy albums. We shared it. Mm -hmm. We listened to it on the radio. We taped it off the radio. We made our own mixtapes. They they were in. They were in the culture. They were. They were dictating what was happening. Okay. But they didn't sell a lot of albums because we didn't. We didn't have the money. It wasn't until. White folks started really spending all his money on well, record sales. Tribe they were going the
3: culture. Now it wasn't what El Segundo.
1: They wasn't shifting culture. They well, wasn't okay. That's their second album, right? That was the beginning.
3: That's their second album. But that, all the that low was theory, the pin drop. That was they say. Low end theory was platinum. Okay, and low then theory no, went
0: crazy with low, the sales. Low end theory, but then think about world tour. Think, think about. You have Tribe, Daylight, all of that Native Tongue, and extension Buster, and extensions, Alita's
3: new school. So they had a movement, and that, but that, but that's I was gonna say that, but I, I, I wanted to let him finish. Right, he's talking about a band and a group that was a part of the Native Tongues, a whole nother group. We're not talking about that with Jay-Z. When you're when you're combining groups, yeah, now you got now you're combining cells to try to shift culture. You're part of a movement. But these people that we're talking about are so was so Nas is by himself. Okay? It's Jay-Z true. is up there by himself. But, so but, was what, Biggie. But, but, so was all these people that we're talking about that that I'm saying shift the culture Tupac was by
2: himself. When I'm talking about shifting okay. culture, though, I'm not just talking about sales. I'm talking about where the content changes the way that the the rap is delivered, the beats that are delivered. And it's not always going to translate into sales, but people are going to tune into it in a different way than they did previous, either albums or tours or just the way that it's delivered creatively. And, and that's what whoever I'm
1: talk- comes at comes after them, right? Exactly, is, it, is, is probably going to benefit it. from right. that.
3: Now, you're talking from a point when you win, when, when I start shutting off, is when people start saying, oh, away from sales. No, it's everything is combined, right? When you have a singer, this is what Corey Rooney told me. This is a perfect analogy. He says, Randy, do you know what makes a star? Do you know why Beyonce is, is, is a star? I said, yeah, because she looked good. She's saying, no, 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 no. She's not the best looking girl, but she looks good. She's not the best dancer. She dances good enough. She's not the best singer, but she sings well enough. And she has star power, and now she has fashion. All those things mean something. Now, when Beyonce goes out there, you know why she's Beyonce? Because she's shifting culture, and she's selling
2: records. So for you, selling records is... the part, uh, No, it's part of it. See the, the part. Hit me with a percentage. The part, hit me with a no, percentage. No, 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 no. Don't no, 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 walk away from this. I, no, hit no. me with a I percentage. I will hit you with a percentage, but let me tell you what bothers <laughs> me
3: about people who shy away from record sales and commercialism. I'm not shying away. I, I know it's you, important, you but you I... Are, I'm, you are shying, away, shying away. from it. Because you're going
0: straight to the creative. Based on that philosophy there... Uh-huh. Vanilla Ice would be the man, right? Because didn't he sell
1: millions of records? Young MC. That puts young MC in the conversation. That put MC Hammer no, in the conversation. No, 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 yeah, no. Oh, no, no, no. it like, does. Y'all are once you start, once you start See, this is
3: the part where I understand. See, I know how y'all think. Cause y'all stuck with record sales. That's all y'all think about. Well, everybody got record... No. No, we're not no, stuck no, with no, record no. sales. I, I said... I, what I said was, you have all of these things and it goes into a melting pot. Okay. So when you're talking about somebody, you can't disregard record sales. And I'm not what, disregarding that's it. That's what you're doing. That's why I want to ask no, no, you no, what... No, no, How Listen, much do you put not, on record no. sales? I deal with my state, right? And if we're going to answer, you're denying that you don't deal with records. And I you do. do. Because, because when you mention reasonable doubt... The number one thing I said, I said it didn't sell. But with so so-and-so and so and so and so and so. No,
1: sales have to be in the pot. Yeah, but that's not the number what? one metric. What's the, you be, put on the What's the weight you put on sales? What's
3: the weight you put on sales? Twenty percent, twenty-five percent is record sales. Okay. That's okay. Definitely. All uh, right, that's reasonable. Okay. All right, then. So when we're talking about a gold I mean, record, that, when, we're talking like... about, when we're talking about a gold record and 25% of the pot is record sales and moving culture, what are we talking about? When Jay-Z was out, niggas wasn't trying to be Jay-Z. Niggas, it was not in people's language. They were reasonable doubt. You trying to say when reasonable doubt came out, niggas were trying to be Jay-Z? Is that what you're trying to say?
2: I'm gonna say I know one person. In that Brooklyn literally oh, tried really
3: to. Do. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It wasn't too late until volume two that people wanted to be Jay-Z. Wait, so now when people wait, Volume Two had uh Hard, Hard Not Life Life okay, okay, all, right. On it. All, right, all right, World Tour. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, it yeah, wasn't that, Volume the, One with Sunshine the, and Fox. The Annie the no. Annie
0: sample is what turned Jay-Z um international. That Hard Not Life shit did turn him international. And
3: he has an album that should have been Top five, that's his biggest and best work of art that put him on the map that did the world tour that set everything off. So when I'm looking at these charts, that's why I get back to and I say, where the hell is hard not like y'all put blueprint over hard not life? You know why y'all did that? Because blueprint is a mirror of what? Reasonable doubt. So now we have a reasonable doubt that sold records. Mm. That's why we're gonna put that there. That's trash. That's trash. That's why you have to have people who understand and appreciate the business side of it, yeah. the marketing side of That's it, true. the actual creative rap side of it, and what everybody forgets, the producers that come and bring these records. These producers freaking matter. And people are forgetting about that they are a part of this work of art. So when I look at the record and say, who, who produced that? Is that, is, is, is that legendary niggas? Let me hear them beats. Is those beats transcending? Let me hear this shit. You know what I'm saying? And when people don't even think about that, when they say, "Yo, I, I, yo, the rap, the this, the that," no, nigga, no, nigga. Everything is a part of this shit. Every little piece of that puzzle matters when you're picking and you're deciding. I know what I like. If it's about what I what I personally right. like, but it, but you I don't, don't think you don't love what you
1: five. love because it sold a lot of records. The I, culture doesn't love what it loves because it sold a lot of records. They,
3: to the, I appreciate what it has bought to the culture. That's
1: what right. I, that's, so my, that's, that's my
3: biggest metric. That's where, that's where I look at it. And when I look at Jay-Z, niggas wanted to be Jay-Z after Hard Not Life. They wanted to be Jay-Z. Jay-Z was a mover and a shaker. There are people out here. Mary J. Blige is dope. Nobody wanted to be Mary. They love Mary, worship her. They don't want to be Mary J. Blige. They don't want to be the sad girl doing all this shit. They don't want to be her. Nobody's like, yo, I want to be Mary J. Blige. No. They want to be Beyonce. They mm. want to be Rihanna. Right. Mm. Like, they even, shy girls want to be Summer Walker. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's certain people that people want to be that they that they freaking follow. Those people have the it factor. The it factor matters in the album for me, too. Are you that guy?
2: That's an amazing point. What makes the it factor?
3: It's, you, it's a feeling. Yeah. You can't, it, you can't put your finger on the if factor when they walk in the door, you know. There's certain niggas, my my motto is some niggas just got it. Mm. And that's just what it is. You know who those niggas are. Even if you're a nigga, when they tell me I got it and I feel it, yeah, I, I fucking know I got it. Do I see other niggas that got it? You damn right. I'll be like, some nigga, I say he, and I and my terminology is he's that guy. Some niggas, Steph Curry, he's that guy. What are we talking about? LeBron James, he's that guy. You know what I'm saying? Certain niggas, he's not that guy because he plays ball and he's graceful. He's that guy because of all the other shit. Do people want to be LeBron James? You're damn right they want to be him. He's that guy. You know what I'm saying, and you know it. It's 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 the same women. When women walk inside, like I've never been starstruck by any woman, but when Gwen Stefani walked in the room, I was like, God damn, this bitch look like Marilyn Monroe. This bitch is a star. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought Gwen Stefani was trashy. Yeah, she walked in that shit in, in California. I said, this bitch is a whole star with the blonde hair. I said, I get
1: it now. It's mm. a glow, and it comes from it comes from inside. I was on a shoot once, and and uh, do you know Padma Lakshmi? Nah, I don't. Master From Chef. Uh, Master Chef. She's a co-host of Master Chef. Heineken is the content. I of Soma.
2: <laughs> I After just we leave shit. here, when we leave here, Heineken will be like,
3: "Yo, bro, you don't know who so and so is. I'm going to DM you, <laughs>
2: so you can be on point next time." <laughs> you see, he said he know him, bro. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, yeah. it's a, it's a woman. It's a, it's a woman. He know her. Yeah. Oh, you know absolutely have no idea
1: who she is. I'm no,
3: I don't. <laughs> but I, but I'm gonna be honest. That Padma name, I heard that before.
0: Yeah. yeah. I just yeah, I'm, I'm sure was.
1: if you saw a picture, you, you'd know who she is. Um, she, just, in, just on television, she's a beautiful woman. So working on her shoot once, she and be she walks, like walks in the room, <laughs> and everything got darker. She was just this light. And I'm, so I know what you're talking about when you're talking about th- just that You saw it. a
3: star when she walked in that motherfucker, right? She
1: was glowing.
3: That's what I'm trying to tell you. So, and you know she's it. Yeah. And then you understand whatever thoughts you had about that person of why this and why that, as soon as they walk in, don't worry about the time, huh? but as soon as they walk in and do that, you know that they're it. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's nothing like, I enjoy it. Like, my man Rico, right? When I met him, I'm like, yo, this nigga, he's it. He got it. But the funny thing about him with me is he loves being around me because he's like, yo, I'm around another nigga that got
2: it too. This is great. I would love to talk to him by the way cuz he has some very <laughs> he, he would love to talk to y'all too. <laughs> he has some very interesting opinions that I would love to challenge.
3: Yeah, you you got but, but but the funny part about it like I always tell people is that me and him talk about a lot of stuff and we have a lot of opinions. Yeah. But Heineken is normally the person that is on top of everything and knows the shit. Like even before I got on the other show, he was on the show before me. He's the reason I got on the other show, My Expert Opinion. He was on the show before me. I, I was sitting on the side.
2: I, I'll say this publicly. I appreciate Heineken's opinions. I don't agree with them all. <laughs> 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 but I I like the foundation and the basis that he tries to approach uh, certain uh, topics. He, so, he wild with yeah. it.
3: You know what I'm saying? But but I'm, 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 I'm going to keep it really real with you just because this my man. He used to say some shit to me, and I'd be like, "Yo, what the fuck <laughs> are you talking about, God?" <laughs> Yo, and then the shit would happen, uh, and he'd be like, didn't I tell you, <laughs> right. right?" And it happens on the show, so I stop opposing him. Mm-hmm. I just be like, "Yo, this nigga be thinking crazy, but I'm gonna listen to what he gotta say <laughs> <laughs> because this shit be coming true." <laughs> Yo, he be predicting. while He he be like, uh, he he'll, he'll say, "I'm gonna manifest this shit for you." Uh. I've never had nobody say that. I'm going to manifest this shit for you. That's a different style.
2: You oh, absolutely! know. Absolutely. He think
3: differently. That's you somebody that saying? you need in your corner. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So when so when he started predicting all of this wild shit, this shit started coming true. I'm like, yo, where, do you, where are you getting this shit mm-hmm. from? I don't understand. And then transcend it to the YouTube TV. People started questioning him. He, he, he said something about there's a gourmet McDonald's in Orlando, and I went and ate there, and they served steak and all type of shit. People was like, oh, he's lying. He's lying. When they researched it, it's a gourmet McDonald's in Orlando on the block he said it was on. Wow. Right there. He says stuff to dudes on camera, says, why y'all think that? He said, I know women like other dicks in their life and everybody's like oh my oh my god cuz every man wants to think that the woman is the greatest and most like precious thing in the world right? right and then Remy comes on TV and says yo no woman wants to fuck the same dick for 29 years you think us women don't look at other men and want to sit on a dick or whatever and and then let me just say this and the math says no Because y'all think with y'all heart. Oh. (laughs) And I said, how can you say what a woman's thinking when when these two women are telling you? Right, right. And this is what this man been trying to tell y'all. And he said it so much that they bleep him out. Wow. So people don't even know what he's saying sometimes because they be like, yo, bleep him out. He's, He's the king of the bleep. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 I king don't Bleak. I don't get bleeped. He, Heineken is the king of the bleep. That's his name, King Bleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the stuff that they bleeped out, now he pissed. He'd be like, "Y'all bleep my shit out." And look, cuz he would have looked like a prophet. Correct? Right?
1: Right. Mm.
3: He would have looked like a prophet. Meg the stallion. We call Meg the, the Stallion. We called Meg the Stallion now. He called it out. He was like, Meg the Stallion, if she if she if this isn't true and this blah blase, blah blah. He said, then what you think gonna go down with well, how I said she could possibly be the next Takashi 6ix9ine? Hmm. And that's what's going on. And Wait, he, you thought she was lying? Yeah, the whole time. And they and they and they bleeped them out, yo, know, the, the whole time. I'm still confused about thought, this whole yo, situation. Yo. This shit, none Does, of it makes Are there makes pictures of the sense. bullet wounds? They, a doctor, a doctor said she had glass in her foot. So no, you can't get a bullet. Maybe, I mean, if he pulled, maybe they shot at the, if ground, he shot, in if, the glass. If he, if
0: he shot through the glass, it's possible that. But glass, he has no.
3: He has no. But if there's no bullet wound in her foot, like, all right, can I can I just drop a bomb? Because y'all don't know about this. I already can tell what way y'all talking. Let me just tell it to you. All right, so what happened? Tori Lanez has no gun residue on his hands. Okay, okay. But her best friend do.
1: So why is she not like
3: Hey, her? well, hey, let's say this again. But didn't her best
0: friend come out and say that she didn't get shot or some shit like that? Like was she? The was same saying,
3: best friend, right? The, sa- the best friend who said Megan didn't get shot is the same person, is the only person who has gun residue on their hands. They tested Tory Lane. Tory Lane had no gun residue. So who are we covering up for? What are we talking about here? Like it doesn't Who shot take a who? Ra- it do- it doesn't who take- shot JR? Ah, there you go. It, does- yeah, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. I am confused. There you go. Wow. If he don't got no gun residue, if they say I shot, pardon me, him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have the gun residue and I don't. What are we talking about? So what is Gail out here doing? You know Gail and Oprah hate men. Black men specifically. Come on, everybody's scared to talk about Gail and Oprah. Like, y'all I'm know, not afraid to talk about it. Y'all know Gail and Oprah do not like black, black men. Stop it. Man. I, I like, know. Come on, I, man. I, I know. Y'all but know Gail what they do doing. You don't, don't
2: know this, but I, this show is clearly documented that Oprah's breasts are easily appreciated on the show. <laughs> Her breasts? Yeah, yeah. he's, he's an a Oprah, a, he's a,
0: Oprah he's a, a, fan. He like Oprah Cities. So don't ask any questions. Oprah got
2: good titties. He likes what? Oprah. They're they they wide. They're big. They hang to the side, and they you like Oprah titties? The nipples touch the mattress. The whole, the whole thing. Weird. This
3: nigga is a different style of freak, Oh, man.
2: This nigga Oprah's titties. I've never seen a
3: man that even thought Oprah was attractive to even see her titties, like. I've never even seen her body. She's been you fat. She's been skinny.
2: She's been fat. She's been my,
1: skinny. Uh, you don't
2: see a search history. You she got to see the my surgery, though, no, her titties? No, no, you don't want to see my search history, history, is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I don't. Oprah's titties. <laughs> Oprah's <laughs> ass. Yeah. He likes Oprah's ass. Oprah's too? Ass no, ass, no, no, not the ass. I'm talking about. But, shit. <laughs> I I am I am a little bit like taken back by this, though. By what? By the mega stallion thing, yeah, but it makes a stallion thing. This old oh, man,
3: see y'all showing see, y'all the, decoding forty. Yeah, 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 no, no, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. This see, is I, how we decode forty. I, I,
0: see, I didn't hear anything about the gun residue
3: because that's that, that makes it's that makes it's, that it's, makes sense. It's out there. That's why everything is so confusing. Like. I, I try to stay away. So yeah. so so she's
0: gonna die on a cross. Is is that what you're saying? She's dying on a cross. I don't know what she's doing, but now because she's out. She's doubled down. I saw an article the other day where she doubled she, down. And she's "I want him under the
3: jail. I saw that. So so oh, she's, so she's doubling. Are, the... So he ain't just decoding for no, I, He, I, he listen, knows what's listen. going on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on, hold <laughs> up. I dabble. You know what's going I on. You a more than dabbling because you said it came out the day and you saw it. I saw the article. Listen, you more than dabbling, bro. I go on IG and shit pops up. It's okay. Like Bob me Listen, over 40. It's all right.
0: It's okay. It's all right. Bro. It's alright. I'm with you, bro. I saw it today. So she wants him under the jail. There's no gunshot residue. That's a problem. What are we talking about? That that so there's not gonna be a case. Is there a case? Is it like what's going I on with that? I because you can't y'all. I don't have a case don't get
3: without a lying. It seems like it's under. We just know the little facts that be coming out we're just paying attention to everything where people don't pay because we have to like since Joe Buttons came on the show with us, it's like now all oh, well, where you got people's ear, you have to be actual, factual, and on point. Cause we used to just say, you know, whatever what well, we think so and so and so we 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 know it. Look it up yourself when we, mm-hmm. we learn we can't do that. Right. So I'm not gonna say mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the level we're at right yeah, now. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say that <laughs>
1: Oh, here you can say
3: whatever the fuck
0: <laughs> we you can want. say whatever the fuck we back
1: sometimes. I can't if you have
0: that more. We we shouldn't even be recording anymore. The shit yeah. that music Like we have a segment called like, Super
2: Facts. Like, they're not, they're not even no real. Facts. And, and,
0: <laughs> and, and, and you can't tell, but I, I I say some of the most repugnant shit on the microphone all the fucking time.
3: <laughs> he said this shit is called super facts and they
0: not even real. Nah, nah. <laughs> that, and that started by me, super facts. Everything. I'm, I'm a
1: conspiracy theory nigga. I don't give a fuck. I say shit that come out my mouth. You the Heineken of the crew. <laughs> <laughs> Except that none of it comes, none of it
2: comes true. Right, right. let's be clear. The difference is none of his shit comes true. Yeah, none of it. Yo, for like
1: two weeks, he had us convinced that there was a CIA report that said that Mr. Rogers was a sniper in Vietnam. Facts! I'm saying
0: <laughs> I heard that shit. Though. He had us convinced, and they said, and they said, nah, hold up, bro. hold up, and Julia Childs nah. was in the CIA, son. But real talk, she was married to a dude that was in the CIA. Her husband was in nah, the CIA, right, well, uh, son. So in God. between Don't
3: making recipes, <laughs> she was trading that, secrets. Son. Yo, yo, yo. I only spit facts. Okay? <laughs> Not super facts. <laughs> I spit facts. I'm just making that known because y'all will chop and screw
1: me online. They're waiting. We just <laughs> warned the audience to Google that before you repeat yeah. those facts. Google all our shit. At work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you repeat those facts at work, Google that.
0: I, I, I've said some shit that has gone to editing, and I'm like, I don't know if we should put that shit out. Because... <laughs> and they'd be like, put it out, and i would be like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm not so famous. It's yet. Fault, right? Yeah. So
3: they lord you in. I you got know,
0: you. If this shit goes big one day, they'd be like, they'll listen, you know how they go after uh, uh, artists 10, 15 years after they say some shit. If you look at my Twitter and and at
1: oh, this show, you, yeah, got, you, I'm, you can start got, deleting that they shit got now, you. Please. Yeah, I
3: should start, start deleting now. shit right now. Oh, delete it
1: now. Yeah. Let me you know? just
3: destroy my Twitter. I had to delete mad shit because my wife, yo, my wife used to hate and cringe to hear me talk because it was so unfiltered. It was like <laughs> it was disgusting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so she would be like, "I'm not even listening to." So I'm like, "Yo, you ain't gonna like my shit." I just talking you, like, "Yo, like my shit." People? I'm not reposting, Like, I'm not reposting that shit. You talking all crazy?
0: That that's that's what they do. They they are our check. Because my wife does say said will say the same shit. You said that on the show? What the fuck were you thinking when you said that?
3: I wasn't. I wasn't. Exactly. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> I, wasn't. Just I, was exactly. I was just talking shit. <laughs> Viral I was, diarrhea. I yeah. forgot that the camera was on. <laughs> and Heineken didn't fucking tell me and he refuses to cut this shit out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So fuck you. Um, I, I fucked up. So but yes, yeah, so I had to, you know. So work. you're so my, you're a
1: married man. Yeah, that's right? my wife right there, that pretty thing right there. And, and <laughs> and you got, you got, you have kids? You guys have
3: kids? I have a daughter, yes. Okay. She's 18
1: now. How long have you been married?
3: Me and my wife have been married for two years now. It'll be three years and it'll be three years in October. And, uh, but, but we, but
1: we've been together for 10 years, 11 years now. Okay. That's you what's up. Since,
3: since 2011.
1: You know, part of the reason why we started uh, this podcast, because we're men of a certain age, we have different responsibilities yeah, y'all, y'all now. Y'all niggas
3: got me by some years. I ain't old as these niggas. <laughs> I ain't old as these niggas. This nigga. <laughs> y'all old ass niggas. Nigga. I ain't old as these already. old ass niggas. We're your new whippersnapper. I'm only, only on. a guest. You
2: fucking whippersnapper. I'm snapper only a guest on this motherfucker. <laughs> on. This show is about either you are 40 or you're going to be 40 or you used to be I'm, 40. I'm... I'm I'm forty. <laughs> Nigga, you in the club? I'm not as, I'm not as old Stop as these old ass niggas. So there's three ways to be on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Close to 40 at 40 or <laughs> no, older <that's>... than forty. <laughs> so you the
0: youngest out of a lot of the cats that you fuck with. Yeah, I'm Because the old them motherfuckers I was talking about earlier is
3: yeah, but you're yeah, younger than me, so... Yeah, they, you know, they old niggas, too. <laughs> they old niggas. Right. I've been around for a <laughs> long... They just, I've been around since uh, I was a kid. I've been around for a long time, but they old niggas, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I fuck with them niggas. No, I'm,
1: just I just niggas. Joke.
3: I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> they,
0: I'm just
1: joking. I'm just joking.
0: it's so, it's so good.
1: It's good. No, but do you think there's a difference in... Uh, there's obviously a difference, but tell me about the difference between being in your 30s and now being 40, married, child... Different responsibilities.
3: Well, my child, me and my wife— Hold on. Wait, wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. We got to let that fucking uh, breathe. What? This dude went— (laughs)
3: <laughs>
2: what i gotta think i'm got, yeah, trying try
3: to tell you up, i think before i Holy leave he's <laughs> like down. god damn me that's like four questions that nigga said whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa i'm whoa, 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 whoa. way to ask you this <laughs> wait a god damn minute <laughs> three, four, go <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Hey, everybody. This is your boy L.O.Dot. Hate to do this to you, but we're going to put a pin in this episode and continue with the great conversation and talk with SO next week. So we invite you to come back and join us for the conclusion of this conversation. And we'll see you next week. Be sure to catch us on your favorite platform at Decoding40. Also, be sure to give us a call at 619 940 4040 And just to wet your whistle, here's a few clips from next week's episode. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. We're men,
3: right? How many times have you had sex with a woman? And my wife was astonished when I used to talk about this and be like, yeah, I I never even liked her. I didn't even care, my nigga. Like, as soon as you bust a nut, you like, how what am I gonna say? Please let my phone ring so I can make up a lie to get out on. this motherfucker. What? what? The nigga got shot He said Jamaica. He said, I'm running away. I'll be right back. Okay, right bro. And then they can be on the other end like I'm just calling to see if you want some dominos. I'm the more of the within my circle. I'll call right. him. You know what I'm
1: saying? How can I help you,
3: bro? Yeah, I'm I'm giving giving You'll be somebody any money. outside and give them, yo, you like my shirt? I'm going to go buy one her and take it. Wow, and it'll man. be a, a fucking $800 shirt. Like, take it. I want it. She's that type of person. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll give my $800 shirt to him. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not just anybody. It, why you hold this Old Navy, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Homeless. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hold, yeah. Homeless man, come with me to Old Navy, nigga. Get whatever you want, nigga. Two You're for right. 22. I, I ain't too big to minute. You already <laughs> snow. Uh, <laughs> you good. You going to be good in that. Thank you for listening to
2: Decoding 40. Tune in this and every Friday via your favorite platform for a new episode of Decoding 40 go to www.dakotan40.com.
0: Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us.
1: But don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word.
0: Thank you for listening to (laughs) Dakotan 40, goddammit.